Pickaxe. Howdy, everybody out there. Welcome to another week of Dungeons and Randomness. This week, we're catching up with the Overseers. Now, obviously, there was a bit of a tragedy at the end of their last episode. However, they did get some great news, and now they just need to figure out how they're going to deal with it. I also wanted to thank everybody who showed up on Twitch this last Thursday for Mastering the Game, the first episode. It was a ton of fun, and I guess I'm going to keep doing them. So the next one's going to be on Thursday, the 14th, and every single Thursday after. If you follow us on Twitch, it's at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and this week we're going to be talking about our own personal weaknesses as a Dungeon Master slash Game Master. Myself included. All stuff that we can work on and hopefully get better at. So if you have something that you want to work on and you want to send me an email about it so that I can talk about it on the air, send it to masteringthegamedandr at gmail.com. That's masteringthegamedandr at gmail.com. And I'll talk about it on the next episode, Thursday the 14th. So let's listen to a couple of words from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with a brand new Overseers. Where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table starting with Xavier. Hello, I'm Xavier, and I play Dr. Chapman, Tiefling Rogue. And Jameson. Hi, I'm Jameson. I play Cave Loring, the foreman of the Twin Oaks Mining Company. And Valerie. Hi, I'm Valerie, and I play Linda Wright, the human bard. And last and certainly not least, Jasper. I'm Jasper. I play Floss Valal, Ore Extractor, and Warforged Barbarian. <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you guys because I've played with you so far, as of this recording, the most uh, of any of the new groups. And you have an interesting layout here because I would say you have the opportunity to pick up on four or five different stories if you wanted to chase down leads whatever you want to do and i genuinely don't know which way you're gonna go i've purposely not purposefully not paid attention to any of you know any meta conversations or things that you might have talked about i try to avoid all that but i will tell you where you're starting tonight <clears throat> you have 1300 gold in the bank for the twin oaks mining company and um well, people are going to expect payment um, <clears throat> soon enough. You have a dead body, another dead body, on your hands um, uh, in the form of Katie Bell, uh, Spanky, <clears throat> sadly. You got a locked, creepy door in front of you. <clears throat> you have a set of, of caves that were just unearthed um, where there's at the very least a hand. You know that much. Uh, and you have rubies and ore <clears throat> um, that could be worth thousands or tens of thousands uh, if sold to the right person. What do you guys want to do? What's what, like what? What? Damn. Yeah. I mean, when you lay it out that way, it, it's a lot. 
it, there are a lot of things. I feel like the door's not going to go anywhere, and the door's been there for a very long time. <clears throat> the The biggest issue is when it comes to the door and the rubies and the new tunnels. Are is that common knowledge, or do are we trying to keep it secret? Are we trying to are we trying to not secret like? But are we trying to, you know, keep it on the down low until we know what to yeah, do well, with it? And I don't know. Was, I think that was an explicit order from uh, from Linda last time uh, to keep it on the down low, all of yeah. it. Uh, especially since it's a door that can kill someone really fast. <laughs> it's probably better that way. Yeah, I think um, you put up some caution tape for the alternate caverns, too. You're just like, okay, hold on. Let's not take any chances. Yeah, we'll probably drag <laughs> the, that caution, caution tape just closer <laughs> to the door, just around it, too. Yeah, but, the, the the way this is laid out, if you remember, there was uh, like a new east wing that was open, and that's where you found the rubies. That's also where you found that door a little further in. So if you're going to mine those rubies... <clears throat> people are gonna find that door right it sticks out what would it take to mine those rubies is my question it like it, how it, long yeah and i i know that we're not miners and i'm sure this is probably not a realistic who knows but what would it take it, it, the presence of of rubies like this mm-hmm. does that i'm sure it suggests that there is probably more than we can see um and there's more to go um but what would it take to get what would it take to extract? Um, excellent question. I did. <clears throat> so look, I'm going to level with everybody now because I'm going to piss somebody off out there. Somebody who's a geologist, somebody who was a miner or is a miner, somebody who, I don't know, some fucking volcanologist nerd that's going to listen to this. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm a geologist. I have no idea. I have no I, idea. <clears throat> no, but like I'm, I, I Googled this. Um, <clears throat> if this were just ore, right? Or let's say coal would be the easiest, but you <clears throat> you could just wreck shit, right? Like you can just tear through this and hammer and hammer away because you're going to smelt ore. You're going to melt it down anyway. You don't have to worry about getting it out in one piece. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the larger uh, the ruby you extract, the more valuable it is. Like it's 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 exotic. It's different. And there's a couple that could be fist size or better or who knows, right? You could have a world record on your hand, but that that means being careful. Um, it becomes surgery, not, you know. Yeah. You know. So yeah. <clears throat> um, it all depends on how far back this goes. Uh, just just mining what you see right now, it'd probably take a couple of weeks. But that also depends on the skill of your crew. And I think... Um, <clears throat> here's what I'd like to do. <laughs> Let's say on a scale of one to a hundred, right? We're taking everybody's skill, you know, that some people probably research like tectonic plates. Some people research because you have to have a wide array of skills. Like there's somebody who just probably goes through this mind, making sure it's structurally sound, right? Where do we put timber and to brace things? Where do we, so we don't have a cave in. And I think we need Valerie to roll a flat D100. <clears throat> to see, Ooh. see where we're at. Uh, oh, I thought it was the other way around. Oh. I thought those numbers were flipped. I mean, I mean we knew <laughs> this is expected. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the good thing is, if we don't tell them to mine, they won't. So well, they're safe for now. Those rubies. 
So for everyone out there, that's a five on a D100. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is its own form of luck, kind of. <laughs> so we're going to need to pay for training and for like better tools, probably, is what we're going to have to do. Uh, well, okay, this could be explained a couple of different ways. I don't think you guys have uh, struck it rich before with gems, so they probably just have no no expertise in this field, no no practice, right? Is oh, is okay, okay, okay. Hang on. First, I want to I want to back up for a second. First of all, I don't want to make any decisions. I want I want Cave and Linda to be making decisions about are are we extracting these things? Are we blocking it off and not even trying anything like that? I don't know. I don't know what the what the situation might be, but I would say if there is any extraction going on, Floss would definitely be asking would he, would his services be you know, as the as the as you know sort of the overseer of that that endeavor um he's happy to be the extractor in charge or something like that and i don't know if that would raise the the d100 to maybe a 10 <laughs> so, so, you've so with, doubled your chances but happy to do so if so, so with all that known i think we should dive in yeah let's do it. if i recall oh, yeah. correctly uh linda asked cave to uh look her like look at her not look at her back <laughs> to have her back while she tries to decipher the thing <laughs> meanwhile uh floss you linda instructed floss and chapman to yep. take spanky out so yep. i think we should pick things up here knowing yeah, what right. we just discussed i think you're right take it away val and jameson okay well if if we're picking up right there then then uh, Linda would want to get to work on looking at the door as soon as possible just because it's going to take a little while. So, yeah, as Linda gets started on the door, Cave's going to watch Floss and Chapman leave with Spanky's body. Uh, and he's kind of to be like, damn, you know, just a little bummed by it. And he's going to turn and see what Linda's doing. And then he's going to kind of... Um, approach and just very carefully be like I'm sorry and just like move her a pace away from the door the from the lock because <laughs> I imagine she's like standing right in front of the door he's going to move her so she's a little aside so she's not right in front of the lock baby. I'm sorry um, who knows what else this thing's going to do so just please be careful okay yes <laughs> okay good um, while she's doing that He's going to keep one eye on her, and he's going to, uh, with the other eye, see if there's any other um, rubies he can easily just sort of, like, without damaging anything, without having to get out heavy equipment, just sort of, like, chip out of the walls, you know? So that's probably going to take a little bit, you know? Like, it's it's it requires some oomph. You're chipping away at stone and rock. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'd say a good 15, 20 minutes goes by before you can kind of dislodge something and... yeah. And it's more yeah. of like a thing to do while she's working. It's not even really necessarily with the goal in mind. It's like, well, I'm here. I might as well get out, you know, make a few hundred gold while we're standing here. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, so let me, okay. You're trying to decipher what was on that door. Yes. And you're using... Comprehend languages. Now, I got a tip, a hot tip um, about that spell. Let me Let me just take one moment because I believe... Uh, it's faster than y you believe it is. But let, let's see. Oh. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, my. Uh, thank you, listener out there, uh, for your hot tip. I don't remember who it was. Please take credit for it in the comments for this episode. That does not take one hour to cast. It lasts for an hour. It takes an action to cast. Oh. oh, God. oh. Boy, that oh, could have solved a problem. Time, one action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse for why Spanky died. <laughs> Listen, not only did you tell her. Before. Not only did you tell her, go ahead, but. <laughs> Depending on what it says, it might not say anything about the trap. Spanky's the fence. She might have still tried knowing what we're about oh, to learn. You know what? Yeah, she's... Yeah. yeah. There there are some things that there are moments in the timeline of history that <laughs> cannot be changed. And one of those was exactly what happened to Spanky. It's, it's immutable. You can't change it. It was always going to happen, no matter what had happened before, no matter what happened afterwards. The start of the time. It's like the old man who dies in Groundhog Day. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Man, I miss Spanky. Mm. Me too. At least I have slit throat. Oh, God. Do we? I'll bring her back. <laughs> um, so this will be quick. You don't need... <laughs> well, that's great. So um, this... I discussed before that this kind of looks like maybe a uh, like an ancient form of, of dwarven. Something, something like that. And, uh, yeah, that, that seems right on the money. Th this door may be thousands of years old. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> there is a warning. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Uh, let's, let's make sure we take that into, into account. What, 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 what does the warning say? I'll make sure I write it down really well. <laughs> um... Uh, it is telling you that this, this door is trapped. What is locked behind it should forever be locked behind it. Let no one free the evil that dwells inside. Oh. <laughs> so I think we know what we're doing first, right, guys? <laughs> Open it. <laughs> Kick it down. Are you reading this out loud, by the way? Or are you are you just like... Well, you're having fun with your rocks. Well, if it takes an action, I probably didn't even get a chance. <laughs> he went, ting, and she said, I got it. Yeah, she's, she let us believe this was going to take a while, so I got out like my activities, and so she's like, yeah, my, I got it. My activity book. I don't um, want to put words in your mouth, but I would love to retcon this as Linda's just never used this spell before and thought it's like, okay, guys, give me, give me some space. It's like, <laughs> Oh, that was way faster than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's like and I you just stand there for immediately. You stand there for fifty nine minutes, like mm. the part of her that really <laughs> likes paperwork was waiting, wanted it to take an hour, but it's like, oh damn, that was fast. <laughs> Does it get any more specific about what's inside, or does it talk about how the door is locked, or like any other details? Well, here's the, um, I get, give me an insight check. Okay. This is interesting. I, it's hard to insight script on a door, but yeah, give me, yeah. Is there anything that looks like an Ikea cattle, like a, like a, like a instructions to build like a flat packed bed or something? Oh man. Um, there's a, there's instructions for a Billy bookcase. Uh, perfect. 14. Shout out to the very affordable Billy. 
if anybody yeah. shopped at IKEA in right. our price range. <laughs> 14. Uh, here's the suspicious thing. <clears throat> so this door, it was either purposefully buried or has been here long enough to have been buried. And it's been it's been magically guarded and locked and all that. But there is nothing on this door that goes into detail about what is locked behind it. It's almost purposefully vague, I would say. Purposely vague? So, my... One of my lines of thought is that it's purposefully vague and it's like, listen, don't ever open the door. It's evil. You know, whatever's inside, blah, blah, blah. But in actuality, it's just like some guy's like a shed that he goes into like to get away from his wife, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 90 sitcoms. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That wouldn't explain the immediately getting killed when you try and pick it, though. No, it wouldn't. So, even if it's not something that's, like, evil or bad, it's obviously very important or valuable. That is... That is a line of thought. Okay. Um, I'm gonna relay all of this to Cave. So I'll probably, like, call you over from where you were playing with your rocks. <laughs> yeah, he'll stop immediately and be like, oh, oh nothing. Um, and he'll come over and um, he'll be like looking at the ruins very closely as you're sort of relaying what you saw or what you read um, and trying to understand like where it lines up like where is she getting evil like which of these things means evil like he's trying to actually piece it together in case we see more of these right um, but then he'll kind of look at it and nod and be like okay so hindsight being twenty twenty. I think uh, it might be a good idea to, I don't know, let the door be for a little while. I think we've got enough on our plate. I think that the door is, um, <laughs> it's secure, right? We know it's secure. <laughs> um, and uh, and nobody touch it, ever. Ever. <laughs> I, think I, think, I think as of right now, that's a really good plan. I think if once we start possibly extracting these rubies we can maybe approach the room from a different side and bypass the door altogether maybe i'm not sure yeah we'll have to um we'll have to get in and and map this whole thing out um jason is there a person on our staff who actually maps these things out as we find them or as we open them up oh there's got to be someone who's updating maps constantly just because i mean I don't know what vision you're getting for for a mine like this, but some of these some of these wings stretch on for for you know potentially days getting lost in here. You could it's very Minecraft. Like there's somebody yeah. who is you know updating mines, and you know it's like okay, this portion gets flooded. If this happens, you watch out. You know there's there's someone watching out for dangers and stuff. Okay, yeah, and I think what I think ultimately what we should do is have that person come down here and like with us and map out at least the part that we've been to already. Um, but you know, we're not, 
we're not going to start working in here just yet. So I don't think it's an immediate need. But I think that, um, you know, the door already murdered somebody. We're a little bit light on staff as it is. Uh, so let's not, let's not, right? And I'll just kind of look at Linda and be like, I think that's, I think that's reasonable. Yes, I, I, I agree. I think there's still so much of this area that we haven't even explored yet that maybe has less chance of killing us. It could also have more of a chance of killing us. Technically true. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a booby trap in that other place. So, uh, what other place? In that other. Um, on the cavern in the back? Yeah, he hit the tripwire. Yeah. He got, he got, got it, with yes. So yep. there's definitely, the place was occupied. It's interesting that it was occupied by dwarves. Now, in the history of this place, Jason, uh, didn't you say there's a dwarven community or mine nearby us somewhere? Uh, there is, yes. Okay. Because um, we were when we were extracting iron and stuff, that's who we were selling to, right? Yep. They, oh, dwarves will always buy... Uh, anything you can use to make something. Yeah. If it's a mineral, they'll buy that shit. I bet you there's somebody up there who might be able to tell us more about why there's pit traps and boot prints and dead hands and locked doors with dwarven runes on them. And dwarves live a long time. Yeah, maybe they were here. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I literally don't know. <laughs> maybe they were here. Um, Okay, do you, do you, have you personally talked with the people that we used to sell things to when we had things to sell? (laughs) Was that recently enough, Jason, that I would have been here? I've been here about six months. Yeah, I'd say it's probably a little further back. That was probably the, you know, great Uncle Larry's thing. May he rest in peace. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Um, just out of curiosity, <clears throat> is is Leo of um, the Atheist Dwarves, or is he from Alara or somewhere else? Do I know that? He would be from Alara. He would be from Alara. Dang. Yeah. But maybe he's been here long enough. I feel like this mine attracts... It's like an island of misfit toys, where it's people who just, just don't have a place to go. Yeah. Um, I, rem- I remember from the first episode, you're... A line Leo said, I think, was like, well, most of our workers died or left, so we ended up with a bunch of refugees who like to dig. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wonder if you could... I have the map open, Jason, for the continent. I wonder if you could make a mark where that dwarven... What is it? A village? A camp? Uh, It'd be a mining community. There are a few competing mining communities. Okay, so they're competing? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, okay, here's the thing. <clears throat> They're mining to make things. So what they'll do, if they found, so if they found, like, jewels like you just did, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rubies, sapphires, something like that, or oof, diamonds, um, that would probably either be used to craft something um, or sold to people who need that for spell components, people who, you know, whatever. Uh, sure. So that they can get more, you know, iron, steel, it, you know, adamantite, something like that, where, you know. Um, so, yes, they're competing in that they're doing the same thing, but they're doing it for different reasons. You guys are doing it to make a living. And then, of right. course, there's hail extraction. Yeah, what are they doing? They 
they're looking to monopolize the entire um the entire or extraction scene um if Harmon had his way, he would own this entire swath of land. This, this, the, the, the western, uh, the western portion here. He would just own it. Okay. Last question, because I meant to ask this last time we played. Um, when when Linda told me about Harmon coming around, when was the last time he came around? Roughly. Uh probably two three months ago. Okay, so it's been a while. Oh, so this isn't the first time. No, and he's. I I I would definitely say Cave has met him. Okay, and he probably tried to strong arm me in a similar way. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's my last question. Uh, so, so yeah, Cable looked to Linda and be like, "Listen, I don't. I mean, we can come back to this. Like we said, the door's not going to go anywhere. But um, I think that our best chance of finding out what's going on with it might be the um, the dwarves in one of the other mines in this area. Maybe they have a better idea." Maybe there's a reason why they're not in this mine anymore. I don't know. Um, but when we're ready for those answers, I think that might be our best bet. What do you think? I, I think that's a really great idea. I can start looking through some of the older paperwork and see if I can find any specific people that we have had a relationship with in the past um, and try and reach out to them. Okay, great. Well, um that being said, why don't we get back out into daylight and get away from the murder door and um, make a plan for, uh, I guess, how we're going to get these rubies out, right? Yes. Okay. So he'll hand her like a like an egg-sized ruby that he pulled out while she was reading the door, and then we'll, uh, we'll go up. So on the map, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to share this with everybody once again. <clears throat> On the map, I've marked a couple of things. The H would be uh, hail extraction. That is uh, to the southwest of you. Uh, and the D would be the the, the dwarves um, uh, dig site. Um, that is operated by... I, 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 I figure Cave would know this kind of thing. But that is operated by a woman named Tasnia, Tin Knuckle. Um, uh, you can call her Taz. She's fine with that. Um... I would, if you if you had to elevator pitch her, um, gruff, but a very fair person to deal with. Okay. Um. So as we as we leave the cave, um, uh, the mine. I keep saying cave because that's the word, but um, I'm cave. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as we leave the mine, um, I imagine that cave has like a he can do that that tooth whistle thing where you don't even need your fingers. He just has that, that shrill oh, always, tooth whistle. I was always jealous of that. You're level five already? <laughs> <laughs> I took a feat. Um, but I, I imagine that when he does that, it's usually for Leo. So he's going to do the whistle and see if he can get Leo's attention wherever he's at. Oh, yeah, that's... That, Leo's always in a state of running somewhere. He should be fitter, but he's not. Um... <laughs> Uh, Does he have a he hat would, that he holds on to when he's running around? All the time? I I picture okay, I picture at one time he had like coveralls and stuff like that, but he always has it halfway down and tied around his his waist, okay. and then eventually his belly just started pushing down on the little tie, and it would just un- he's just like fuck these coveralls, so now he just he's just got pants and stuff. So um, if you do that after a couple of seconds, it would be like 
like looking around. It's like calling for Lassie, and then you'll hear like, <laughs> like just you'll hear him. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets there, I'm not going to wait for him to catch his breath, and be like, "Hey, did you hear what happened to Spanky?" Oh, he didn't. Oh no. Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh, and, oh man, he's just gonna he's just gonna kind of give you a look like, huh? Yeah, so um, the door we found inside, turns out it was uh, diabolically locked and uh, killed Spanky instantly, uh, which is a huge problem, and um, we're very sad about it. He's going to gesture to himself and Linda. Uh, but uh, we found out later that um, there was a warning on the door that said that it was trapped. Uh, it's written in an ancient dwarven language um, that we're hoping that maybe um, the mine around the corner might have a little bit more information on if... Uh, Clearly, it's been occupied before, and maybe we can find out more about why there's a big ancient trapped door, uh, supposedly, maybe, maybe not containing a great evil inside. What do you think? Give me an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> and I purposely rattled stuff off too too fast for him, but... Um... <sighs> I rolled oh, that from was a almost a 19! Oh! Okay, so well, that's, bonus, uh... that's a 5. Oh, nice. lucky number five tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's man. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh, oh. <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll make arrangements. And he's kind of like low. Like his voice gets a little like kind of choked up and low. Okay. Oh, they had a thing. They had a thing just like Cave had a thing. <sighs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, so he'll he'll actually put a shoulder on. I'm sure he doesn't pick on, up on the depth of their reaction, but he'll put a shoulder in his hand and be like, "Hey, listen, um, it's it's bad news, I know, but we're we're right on the corner of good news. You know, I can feel it. I hope you can feel it, and I know Linda can feel it. Um, and I don't know about the others, but I can feel it, and I hope you can feel it. So let's uh, let's go. And that was my best motivational speak. I'm gonna smack him on the butt. Give me persuasion, Jack. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Let's <clears throat> remember Spanky. I know. Yeah. It's one of those things where I go to do it and I go, oh, that's probably bad timing because that was her thing. <laughs> I did that hey, for Spanky. 25. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was for Spanky. Wow. That, that was, was yeah, Spanky. yeah, yeah. So that I was a I good... got the angle in the wrist just right. Yeah, that was a good slap ass. That was, yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like Indiana Jones whip. Like, it's just... Like... <laughs> but it doesn't it hurt twi- too much. No, 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 no. It's Oaks high five. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's gonna like stiff off her lip, just like oh, she lived as she died, like that type of thing, like just you know, fucking getting in someone else's business. Um, <laughs> uh, so he's gonna he's gonna kind of trundle off, but yeah, you you know, anybody who would witness that would probably be like, oh, there was there's maybe a deeper meaning there. There's you know, but you so oh, boy, that's being taken care of. You got eyes on the situation with Leo. And uh, it sounds like you guys are taking a little field trip, hopping in the school bus, heading off to... Well, one thing I want to do first, I mean, uh, I don't know if if, um, Jasper and Xavier want to do anything before we go, but one thing I do want to do, maybe while they're doing that, is I want to go back and actually get, um, you know, like people do, like gravestone rubbings to get get the markings. Oh, yeah. I want to do that of the dwarven print so that we can have that in hand when we go, if we go. This guy's smart. That's a good idea. That is Be good. careful that you don't set anything <laughs> off, though. <laughs> the letters are trapped. You know what? I'm going to have Cobb do it. Um, 
No, the I'll kid do it. goes in, he just he's like, Linda, you keep going, I'll be back in a sec. And then he never comes back. <laughs> Wilhelm scream and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's let's really quick let's canon. Does Cobb know about this door? <laughs> no. Okay. At least we didn't tell him. No. Thank God. I'll roll to see if he knows about it later. No. I mean who Cobb! I guess Leo could have told him. The other people, yeah, okay. I a lot mean, of people could know, yeah, that's true. Okay. Cobb's got just... eyes and ears, like you know. I picture here's the thing about a guy like Cobb. I picture he's like Forrest Gump, like he's always in the background of photos and videos, and you're like, oh, I didn't know you were there too. Like he's that guy, like he's very omnipresent. <clears throat> Love that about him. <laughs> it's pretty like late, right? It's getting there, yeah. I think we can wait till morning to get going, honestly. Sure. How yeah, about we, we give you guys a long rest? How about we... Yeah. Yeah. Just going to have a little scene with uh, with Floss before we go to bed. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, I think we would have taken, you know, straight to the tent, right? With with Spanky. Well, as we get to the, the medical tent, Chapman will just tell you, like, not, not this one. Let's take her to my personal tent. Absolutely, Mr. Chapman. So and there's then, this. Oh, sorry. No, no, and then just switch switch directions. Directly. Yeah, it's just behind. Like it's not far. It's just behind the medical <laughs> tent. He's got a smaller tent there, uh, and that's where he sleeps because he sleeps alone, uh, and everybody knows not to go there, uh, or no, no, nobody wants to go there. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, he's not helping Floss carry the body. He's just walking next to Floss, who's holding the body. Oh yeah, this is like picking up a, a a bag of recycling to 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 floss. Like it's it's not yeah. in the sense of it's it's. I don't mean about spanky. <laughs> I meant in the sense that it's it's just paper. Like it's not. Right. It's, it's yeah. very very light. It's just just picking up a almost nothing to yeah. floss. So it's not like it's a big effort. So yeah, and like Chapman's not a tall fella, so his tent isn't particularly big or high so he would open the the flap at the front of the tent to let you in with spanky uh, and you would have to like get hunched over like really low because and you'll be like all squished in inside because there's no room for you almost it's a little luke skywalker in in uh yoda exactly that's exactly what it is yeah yeah. uh and the way i describe the interior of his tent the stuff that's in there if i say gothic horror doctor's (laughs) office but in Love a it. tent, um, <laughs> and there's just describing the scene. Uh, uh, Floss can react the way he wants, but uh, there's jars like on the floor and on little uh, bookshelves that have the amputated hands and feet and arms and eyes and of like everything he could collect <laughs> from the accidents. Uh, it's lining the like. There's more of that than there are, like, clothes and bedding and stuff. There's a few books. There's about a dozen stacked books on a small coffee table. Uh, there's this tiny bed, and that's about all there is in there. And he gestures to the, like, little, the only, like, empty space on the ground and tells Floss, just drop her there. Um, Floss does, of course, and uh, to to be very clear, Floss does not react in any strange way or have any reaction to any of the the jars. I don't know that Floss would have ever been in his tent necessarily uh, before. Uh, I don't know that they like hang out in his tent or anything like that. But it would have been 
for floss as though they that, that that's perfectly fine no problem at all uh there is something else in the stand he'll have a little uh tea set a tiny thing so he'll he'll like he'll put it over a little campfire and like hang it like on those like chains that just hang a little water pot on it and he'll like light a little fire i guess it would be outside not in the tent that's not great but he'll start doing <laughs> that and like as the night uh gets darker and stuff and he'll basically start like just talking with floss and he'll explain to him like oh, i've been oh, i've been reading a little bit um and i think i think your your body warforged i think they respond well to healing magic which i can't give you but i've been thinking and i think if i were to brew some potions i think i could do something for you if you'd let me just take a look at what's under your hood just let me run my fingers around a little bit let me see what's in your head what's in your well what your heart would be just if you'll just let me study you a little bit i could probably find a way to help you more because you keep getting you know crushed and that's not good for us you're the only mine you're the only ore extractor here that's any that's worth their salt this mine's not gonna go anywhere if you're dead so um my goal here is to cure and heal people and you're the only one i can't and you know you're the only one here i consider my friend so I, I tend not to get attached to my patients. You know that. Floss, there'll be a very long pause, um, and <laughs> and Floss will. It's very strange with the Warforge, right? Because emotions and showing off the facial expressions are not as obvious, right? But whatever variation of grinning and sort of you know ple- pleasant <laughs> facial expressions <laughs> are there. Um, it, there's going to be a long pause. He's going to take a very long drink of the tea. Um, and this is going to be something that's going to be very familiar. It's going to feel very much like they've done this many, many times. And the the tea will go into his, what would be his mouth and his, his throat. And you're going to see it just pour through all of his leather and wooden and metal bits. And it's just going to pull around by, by the time he's not going to notice it, but after he drinks, it will pool around. It's going to sort of flow through him, just like you're just pouring a little bit of water through. And um, he he will lean forward and he he will put his hand on uh, on Chapman's uh, knee, and uh, and he will say and and actually, when he does so, he's going to notice that many of his fingers are maybe not quite where they should be maybe there's a little a little bit a little bit dangling a little bit not quite where basically it's damage but for for a warforged um mm. kind of a, of a of a little bit of things hanging off of him a little bit he'll he'll lift up his hand and he'll say i am completely yours mr chapman i absolutely trust you more than i trust anyone uh, you mr cave and of course now miss linda are exactly who my friends are well, that's very kind of you to say. Not many people have told me that before. 
Mr. Chapman, I, there's no one else that I would give my life for. If it's not for you, I don't know who else it would be. He's being very, very genuine. Very, it's almost too far. You know, it's like, I would die for you, is what it basically is saying. But at the same time, <laughs> it's it's a little bit too far, but it is, if you were watching this from a, like a, a movie or something like that, it's incredibly heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll kind of like blink once. You probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> I'll try my very best. Uh, with your help, in fact. And again, he'll he'll lift up his hand and sort of maybe one finger sort of dangling off a little bit. Um, uh, with your help, I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll stick around as long as I can. Let's put it that way. All right. I'll see to it. Well, if you if you'll excuse me, I'll I'll have dinner and then go to bed. Well, I think we're going to have a few long days ahead of us. Floss stands up immediately. I, again, I don't want to stress this too much, but this will be something that's happened probably multiple times. There's, they, they've, they've clearly had many conversations about, I don't know, the world, the weather, whatever, whatever topic happened to be there at the time. So he'll stand up. This is probably something very, very familiar. And he'll do a, an incredibly big bow uh, towards uh, towards Mr. Chapman or to- toward Dr. Chapman. He'll say, Mr. Chapman, it was absolutely a pleasure as always. Enjoy your evening. And he will put his tea down and he'll make his way back to to where he lives, which is actually in, uh, not to take away from this, but just to, just to give a little bit of, of context. He'll, uh, he'll go back to, he basically has a cubbyhole. Uh, it's, it's, it's a place within, kind of quickly found within the mines, not too deep, but it's really just a, a very small portion of the mines that have been, not a room, but a uh, an area that, that, I don't know, maybe has been blasted. It's like a little bit of a cubby hole. And he's got a small bed. He's got a couple of little shelves. He, he, he actually has a, a little bit of gems that he, he collects, that, that he's found uh, on there, that kind of thing. It's very, very, very basic. And he does have a chair, um, and he he basically sits down, and if nobody else is going to be talking to him, which I don't think anybody else here would necessarily do, um, he basically sits and then shuts down, which is his his resting. Um, he's, he's aware of things if something were to happen, but he basically goes into safety mode. That's it. God, I want to fix him. Happily, so, happily, though. It is the seventh of Ringway. Um, <clears throat> there is quite a chill in the air uh, when you guys wake up with the sun and the the birds are singing, but it, there's just a little bit of sadness in the air because you guys have lost someone. Now, are you still up for taking a little field trip to... The, the next mining camp over. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> if we all gather in the morning, maybe after breakfast or something, um, Cave would walk up, you have like a, you know, those tin camping cups. You'd have one of those. Oh, yeah. With, um, I mean, there's, still, there's, no, there's no coffee still, right? Brown stuff hasn't made its way this far. Um, the bean leavings or whatever. Um, well, that's chocolate. <laughs> oh, right, right. It was Merrick invented coffee, right? Or oh, something Merrick, Merrick he has, he has a, a very root-based coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I like so, to think every continent has their own version of like a pick me up hot beverage type of yeah, thing. I mean, yeah. even if it's just tea, it's a thing. Um, it's a thing. Yeah, they'll have one of those tin camping cups full of tea, probably a little bit of whatever's in this flask in it too. Um, and he will um, meet with the other three and be like, "Okay, so I think what we're going to want to do is head up to the other mine. Does that mine have a name? Sorry, I keep interrupting myself. Uh, it is the Kinnaman Trail Mining Company." The Kinnaman Trail. We're going to head up to Kinnaman Spell Trail. K I T T E R M I N. Kinnaman. Kinnaman. So he says, we're, I think we're going to head up to Kinnaman. We're going to. Uh, what's your name? We're going to talk to Taz. We're going to see if, if she or anybody there knows anything about this door or about this inscription. He'll wave around the, the rubbing he took. Um, from there, I'm thinking that somebody needs to go up to Newbury and get this Ruby expert. Um, you guys want to go? You guys want to take a ride? We can go straight from Kinnaman. I'll tag along if I can go to Newbury and um, if Linda could in a timely manner uh, approve my request, I could visit the apothecary there and purchase my goods. Actually, Dr. Chapman, I, I did get your requests. Um, I do have a couple of questions that I wanted to go over with you before I gave you any money. For takes example... A, she takes a, bree, a deep breath in. Mm-hmm. Um, it says you would like some blood root. Um, I'm just curious... What would that be for? Have you ever had barrel blight, Linda? No, I can't say I have. Well, I'm just saying, if you had blood root on hand, if you had barrel blight, you'd thank me. It could also enhance our mining performance for some workers. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're looking for precision work, blood root is excellent for... Um, more agile uh, physical activity. Got a test to study for? Blood root. Okay, well, how about this? How about first we start off with some of your more healing-oriented requests? And then... We can go from there. Just because right now we don't have a ton uh, just sitting around. However, we just got these rubies. And once we start getting that going, once we start getting a more steady income, uh, I will be much happier to uh, fulfill your requests. How about that? Yeah, so I can walk with that. Lovely. Okay, perfect. And then Linda takes a sip of her caffeinated beverage out of her um, special bedazzled camping tin cup (laughs) that she brought um, for herself from the mainland. What's Linda's favorite color? I'm curious. Ooh! Linda's favorite color would have to be ooh! like, Like a nice dark navy that matches her blazer, you know, like a nice dark navy pantsuit, pencil skirt, 
moment, you know? What If she's bedazzling something, what's she going for here as an accent? Oh, they're just like white crystals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, the, the basic I mean, Swarovskis. Love it. Also, for people uh, who can't see right now, I'm in the spreadsheet that we made for this group of all of our business stuff, and I'm watching <laughs> Val approve the items that Xavier requested <laughs> in real time, If in case you didn't know how I, real this is. This conversation <sighs> was real. It really happened. I watched <laughs> yeah, things get approved. actually going on. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get Val a rubber stamp. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, so I think with that... Um, um, Chapman City would go, and I think it's a given that Linda's going. So uh, he'll he'll just glance over to Floss and be like, "What do you think? Do you want to stay here, or do you want to go?" I would absolutely love to leave the mines for a bit of time. That would be fantastic. Absolutely, he's going to be incredibly overjoyed. We get to bring our golden retriever with us. Great, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to be like, "Okay, get ready. Uh, we'll meet back here in." Um, <laughs> he's going to say he looks at his watch, but he doesn't. He'll look at the sky and be like i don't know an hour and then we'll get going for okay with that in mind for the record floss will stand there for the hour (laughs) (laughs) do a time lapse um so it sounds like you guys are taking a wagon yep yeah i do have one thing i want to do before we go but if sure we're going to skip to the wagon go right ahead so okay so the only thing i'm going to do before we go is while everybody's getting running around getting stuff how i'm sorry i how many days roughly would it be to get to Newbury and back from here, including the side trip to the other mine? Um, so the other mine is only going to take like three, four hours to get to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at probably a couple of days to get to Newbury. Okay. Yeah. So he'll just throw a pack together with like a change of clothes, some food, you know, that type of stuff. Um, some booze. And, uh, the other thing he's going to do is going to stop in his office real quick, and he's going to do kind of a shorter, sharper whistle to his birdcage. Um, and he's going to go, hey, come over here, bastard. Get over here. I need to ask a question before we Okay, go. sure. Does, does it speak while in bird form? I think it has that power, yes. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Could you describe to everyone what this bird looks like? It's a it's a little yellow canary. It's adorable. Um, okay, you know it chirps. It it hops around. It eats its seed. It is a beautiful, wonderful specimen of the yellow canary. Okay, fantastic. So <clears throat> it's going to be flittering around its cage and doing bird stuff. You know, like I imagine there's that that that, that little hangy bit of uh, seed thing that gets pecked at and it swings back and forth. And yeah. birds love shit like that. There's a little like a mirror in there. And, that's what Cave said when he put every piece that's in there. He's like, I got birds love shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this bird <clears throat> is going to stop what it's doing. And mm-hmm. almost like it's going to stop acting like a bird for a moment. It's just going to like <clears throat> crack its little neck. What do you want? Yeah, so I need you to get out of there. Which I think is the second time I've said that. Do you know who Cobb is? Oh, yeah. I know who Cobb is. All right. I don't like the tone that you just took. Listen, we're leaving for a couple days, and I'm going to leave you here against my better judgment. But you're going to have a job to do, okay? You're not a bird right now. I need you to watch Cobb. I need you to tell me everything he does from the time we set foot out of this camp 
to the time we get back. I want to know what he did, what he ate, when he slept, what he built, where he went. I want to know all of it, okay? Ah, yeah, I I could do that. But remember, I can't do nothing without you being here. No powers. So, uh, I'd just be watching. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I just said you need to do, right? All right. I don't need your smart-ass mouth. I'm saying, just so we're clear, I'm not going to do anything to stop him if he does something interesting. See people, like, looking in the window, see him, like, yelling at this bird. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, he'll be like, yeah, all right, I feel like you get it. I feel like you know that it's probably simplest if you just do it and don't try to find any loopholes or anything. That probably goes without saying, doesn't it? I'll be on my best behavior. Mm, I don't know if I have to insight because I feel like I get an innate sense for if he's full of shit or not. Oh, no, I am lying to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Because I know where you live and I know where you sleep. So if I come back here and there's any problems and it's you and or cop related, it's your problem. Right? Okay. You're going to see this bird. And it's kind of it's kind of weird. The bird is looking shifty, like it's like it's like you can't really see a bird's pupils go back and forth, but it's definitely like. I keep a ping pong paddle near the bird cage for just this reason. Oh my god! <laughs> I've never used it, but man, oh man, do I wave it around. <laughs> so I look at it and I look at him. Like I'm serious. We have a big break here. And if either one of you screws it up, and let's be honest, the two of you are the most likely, voted most likely to screw it up by me, there's going to be a huge problem. Okay, this is a big break. I will actually stomp you into the earth if I find out there's a problem when I get back. Do you understand? And I am not lying. While you're talking, um, he is going to mimic opening up his beak up up, up, just kind of like blah 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 like that but not make any noise just just like this bird is like it's like it's waiting for food to be dropped in his mouth that kind of motion but yeah. like he's yeah alright you leaving cause uh alright you know what so he'll he'll flip the, the bird cage open the door open and then he'll just bap the cage as he leaves so that it just swings <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear him like oh 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 and as like he's leaving it just like over his shoulder be like don't fuck it up and he'll go <laughs> and then he'll meet back where, where Floss is still standing so you guys are gonna you guys are gonna pile into the family roadster here and uh, start heading over uh, to Kitterman. Now, this is a pretty gorgeous hunk of countryside. Um, there's uh, like a well-worn path. I'd hesitate to call it a road, um, but it's, it's you know, it, it, these are pleasant folk, um, some of them out here. <laughs> um, you're going to pass a lot of like little farms, houses, stuff like that. There's going to be like you're going to there's going to be a stretch of uh farmland where they just have kind of like a like a makeshift wood fence up and there's clearly like little gaps in it and stuff and this 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 really 
big fat dog is going to kind of wander up to the fence and then just kind of stand up and and watch you like as because that's the most interesting thing that's probably happened today for that that big fat dog um and just like <gasps> the entire time as you hove into its field of view and then all the way down the road and a few hours are going to go by and it is i'd say it puts you somewhere around noon right <clears throat> And you're going to, um, you're going to end up on the, 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 this path overlooking Kitterman and then it slowly slopes down and you're going to see a bunch of people just, it is a regimented workforce. Like it is a well-oiled machine. Um, and you got people, uh, hauling mine carts and stuff out of this mine and they're furiously, uh, there's someone just picking through stuff, like it's like stone, 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 ooh, like, you know, putting stuff aside. And you're going to hear the clanging of anvils, and you're going to see smoke rise up into the air where they have forges going and stuff. Um, and as you pull in, they're going to um, kind of acknowledge your presence, but not stop what they're doing. Uh, and I would say you pull, you'd pull aside a bit. You're not going to, you know, barrel through the the mining facility, but you'll probably stop and get out. And uh, it won't take too long before you hear a very familiar voice. And I warn you now, dwarves in a position of power are interesting. And they're interesting because that's when a dwarf can be a dwarf, right? Like, they, they, they don't have to pretend... Like, okay, Leo... Leo Leo's a great number two. Um, if Leo were maybe in charge of the whole facility, maybe maybe over time, Leo would kind of like th th those attributes that, that, that dwarves had kind of get turned up to 11. Uh, that, that, that screw you, no one's my boss vibe. So you're going to hear you're going to hear a very shrill voice. Cave! Ho <laughs> ho! How you doing? Yeah, so he'll he'll kind of do that hop out of the cart and do the and walk towards uh, her and have his arms out as if he's going for a hug. He's gonna go. He's gonna go for it if she's gonna let him. Oh yeah, she's filthy. Yeah, fine. Well, whatever. D yeah, no, she's yeah, yeah she, I, she's not afraid I bring to get a rag for this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so be like Taz. It's great to see you. I'm sorry it's been so long. How have you been? How's everything? Oh hell! It, it, oh my! Now she's gonna like grip you. She's she's a hugger, but far too tight like it's not about your comfort and she's at just at the right level where it's your lower spine that kind of like gets compacted a bit mm -hmm. um and she's she is genuinely excited to see you you still poking around in the dead over there well yeah you know i mean um it's a mountain but i understand the confusion you know uh but the uh <laughs> we had some kind of interesting developments. I thought we might come in uh, and talk to you about it, see what you guys knew. By the way, uh, and he'll turn around to everybody and say, this is um, a couple of my associates. I don't know if you've met uh, Floss. He's one of our, our best extractors. Also, our, um, our our medical person, that's Dr. Chapman. And, uh, and this is Linda Wright, the uh, great step-niece of Larry Wright. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. 
Oh, so you you did hear the news about my great stepuncle Larry? May he rest in peace. No, but I'm 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 not a heathen. Of course, I'm gonna say. I look. Uh, it's nice to see another woman in charge. Uh, uh, bring it in. Um, and she's gonna. She will filthy you if you allow her. That's okay. Linda just wasn't sure what that meant. <laughs> yeah, she's like a a hug. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's going to. She's just kind of like barrel. Just kind of barrel hug you. Um, hey, let's get out of the noise. Come on, come to my tent. And she's her accent is abrasive, and probably borrows the worst bits from Australia, New Zealand, and England somehow. Like the worst bits. And oh, on the on our walk over, can I um ask has a question? Sure. So as as we're walking over, um. Because Linda also likes the idea of another woman in power, you know? Um, so, as, like, a vibe check for Taz, uh, she's going to say, So, obviously, I'm new here. I just got here a little while ago. Uh, do you know anything about Harm and Hail and Hail Extractions? Like, what's, what do you, what's, what's your relationship with them? Oh, he's a fucking cunt. Perfect, beautiful, wonderful. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, no. Instantly. Like, like. okay, I feel like you're... It's like, oh, you'd harm and heal? It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the very second you stop speaking, it's like, yeah, he's a fucking cunt. Yeah, no, I hate him. Like, just, just, like, what's your opinion on the color blue? And it's like, love it. Like, that type of thing. Like, it's very... Like, no, he's a piece of shit. It's like, him and his fucking douchebag son... Oh, he has um, a son. Oh, he has a son. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so she's going to probably use some words you've never heard, um, which is just dwarven slang for um, uh, the roughest translation you'd probably have is crotch parts, which it you know it's. It it's it's it loses something, loses that punch from Dwarven to to common, but you get the idea. And she's gonna welcome you into this tent, and it's 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 a fairly large tent. Um, it's very no frills, very uh, kind of burlappy in material, and uh, the, the the breeze is gonna kind of catch the flaps every once in a while. And uh, she's gonna sit down. And there's, 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 you know, different types of furniture, mostly stools, but there's going to be kind of the chaise lounge type of thing going on. So I would imagine one of you is going to get stuck with that. With the chaise lounge, it is a terrible piece of furniture because it's far too low to the ground to just sit on casually. It's, it's like going back to kindergarten and sitting in one of those chairs. But it's also. You mean regular sized chairs, Jason? No, that. No four foot Valerie. I don't mean regular sized chairs. <laughs> I mean, like it's far too relaxed to also lay back in if you're having a, a you know what I mean. Like it's just a it's just a terrible piece of furniture. So someone's going to get stuck with that. Oh, floss is, floss gravitates towards yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's going to sit down. Can I get you a drink? 
And yeah, Cave will look around at everybody and be like, yeah, I'll take a drink. What do you got? Um, and she's, there's this frothy beverage. And what she has, what's interesting about it is she did not pour it and it became frothy. It became frothy from sitting dormant. Hmm. I trust it. Good. Um, it is one of the most delicious things you've ever had. Like it is, uh, it's, it's like this cool caramel beverage with like the, this just kind of an earthy overtone. It's, it's like someone took the best beer you've ever had and then kind of infused some sort of sparkling undertone to it. It's, it's, it's like a refreshing pick-me-up. Like, every time you smack your tongue, it's like, mm, God, like, it's just, it, it's very nice. Yeah, so Cave will not only take it, but also hand another cup to Linda and be like, I know, I know, just go with me on this. I swear to God, it's amazing. And just like under <laughs> his breath as he's handing it to her. Please just trust me if you ever trust me once before anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, Linda will tentatively take a sip. It's it's delicious. There's there's one thing is the the foam that kind of sits on top of it is rough. It's like abrasive. It's not like a like a bubbly foam. It's it's like a packing material. You have to scrape off the top of the glass like you line it, you know, put foam packaging in in like the beverage, it's, those, it's yeah. those starch packing peanuts that have yes, been made but into like a someone food. liquefied them and then it's separated from the beverage somehow. Yeah, making me thirsty in real life. Oh, is this like kombucha? At first, I was thinking soda, but now you're talking about like the mother on top. You know, it's 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 very much its own vibe. It's like. Oh man, there's so many things. Kind of like okay, if you had like a like a sparkling cider during New Year's, and then put some like weird textured fungus on top of it, and it's it's kind of it's it's but that'll get your nipples hot. Like she's gonna she's gonna like it's very okay. um, <clears throat> and she's gonna she's gonna like she's gonna kind of adjust herself and sit down. All right, what's up? So we're uh, we're actually just passing through on our way to Newbury, but we made an interesting discovery uh, that I wanted to to see if you were if you or any of your folks knew anything about. Um, tell me, do you know what was at Twin Oaks before Twin Oaks before um, before Larry? May he rest in peace. <laughs> uh, she's gonna give it some thought. Ah, how far back we talking? I mean, this this could be possibly a couple thousand years. Ah, oh shit! Just ghost stories. Just just old dwarf shit. Well, it's funny you mention that because old dwarf shit is what we found. Um, and he'll unfold the the rubbing that he made and kind of just slide it on over whatever coffee table they're sitting in front of in front of her. And uh, and he'll just kind of like show it to her and be like, there's somebody, you know, it was a mine before before Larry got there. And, um, you know, you guys have been here a while, so I just thought you might know something about it. Give me an insight check, everybody. Oh, 
I'm watching these rolls. Oh no! A, I'm <laughs> no. watching the table. It's like fourteen. Nope. And it's it's okay. But wow, Floss <laughs> has the highest insight of the group. I love it. Seventeen. She's going to. She has a very relaxed manner about her, and she's gonna she's gonna take this and kind of tighten up a bit. Are you fucking with me? Sure as I'm sitting here. And her eyes are just going to kind of dart back and forth, like, like just thinking about all the possibilities. Holy shit. I, I always thought this was just kind of uh, urban legend type of shit. Holy shit. Where, well, where, 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 tell me everything. What'd you find? Uh, Linda's going to whisper into Cave's ear. Um... Don't mention the rubies just yet. Um, and Linda's going to say, well, um, a new sort of wing of the cave had uh, been opened up. And we found one passageway that contained this door. We found another passageway that had this, these pools of water. Um, and we, we haven't... And also, there was traps set up and then we we haven't really gone down the third way yet so it's not fully explored but we were hoping you could give us some insight on what this may be there were also corpses in that in, down that tunnel <clears throat> and drag marks probably thank you monsters. thank you dr chapman and, and we have named them cave cave to be a very frank <laughs> and there were some badges as well have you had any badges in your particular area? They are very crafty. We're very clever about this. Uh, no, but we do run an actual mine here. <laughs> Kate will be like, that's fair. Ouch. Okay, that's totally fair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta tell you, Cave, if this is if this is legit, you may have stumbled upon some fucking interesting history. So, okay. How much do you know about Atheus? Almost nothing. Let's let's go ahead and just say nothing. And, and he'll glance around at the other three just to make sure, just to see if anybody... Oh, Floss nods, like, a, in a quite agreement. Yes. Absolutely nothing. Blank stare from Chapman. <laughs> I got here, like, two days ago or something. <laughs> Actually, at that, Floss will look, will almost look surprised um, at Linda. <laughs> two, two days. And he'll just sort of shrug a little bit like, huh, interesting. He's doing some calculations in his mind. <laughs> ah, shit. So, okay. Um, everything south of Newberry used to be run by a few different clans of dwarves. And over time... It is sort of became two clans of dwarves. So you got the Iron Bones and the Stone Sunders. So, <laughs> needless to say, there was a bit of a power struggle. And the legend goes that. Well, it's just so fucking unbelievable. We always just thought that uh, one of the clans died out. Right? You, you, they fought. It, it fell apart. 
Stone Sunder wins, and then fucks off. But the legend goes, the Stone Sunder had Ironbone and his entire fucking clan sealed away. It cursed him somehow, sealed him away, and they've been trapped, trapped ever since. A few, few centuries or so goes by, and we all just figure, oh, you know, it's all bullshit. So, I, if this is for real, okay, this could be... Shit, who knows what you'd find behind that door. There might be a whole lost dwarven civilization. Why so would they... we shouldn't keep them locked? But I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, maybe it was for a reason. You know, society has grown so much. You saw what it did to the Eladrin. Everything got all wonky. Should we be bringing that up again? She's going to... She's going to throw her hands up in the air. It's like, oh, that shit's way above my pay grade. I'm... Look. <laughs> I'm here to dig through rocks and sell shit. That's it. I, <laughs> we already got our problems in Newberry with the king and his fucking tax bullshit. I... You, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not sitting on that discovery. Could you go into a little bit more detail about kings and taxes in Newberry? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I assume Linda has a notebook and she's writing everything down. No, not, not just a notebook. It's a clipboard. As soon as Linda digs in on this, Cave gets up and gets another couple, two more cups of that drink and sits down just by <laughs> It's okay. Uh, that foam is almost so firm you can reach under the top of the mug and peel it off like a lid. Like it's so weird. That's what it does. Like marshmallow on a hot chocolate or something. Yeah, and like, scoops it out of the way. That was right. That's the scoby. That's the yeah, kombucha scoby. Yeah. <laughs> the mother. The mother. If, it's way more ominous to call it the mother. If, if you okay, if if she notices you doing that, how many of these have you had? Like two, three, four. Um, yeah, I imagine, like, this is my first opportunity to get back up. So I have two and three in my hands right now. Um, she's gonna... She'll probably just, like, as she's answering Linda, it's like, careful that shit, Cave. You'll get the wicked pisses. <laughs> you, you will pause. You will look. You go. Thank you. And he will... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she'll, she'll launch into this whole spiel. Okay. Much, much like in today's society, if you accidentally venture into the realm of politics, um, with a very opinionated person, this is a story for her, not you. Um, this is so she can vent. Uh, fucking King Kraus. Look, he's fine. He he's not like the asshole in Alara. That's 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 great. But eh, his his whole fucking extend civilization plan's never gonna work out here. And he keeps he keeps fucking putting in roads and 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 trying to tax people to use them. And nobody who lives in the south gives a shit. And she'll talk for probably another five to ten minutes unless you cut her off. 
Um, and what you'd be able to get from that is that this is a a fairly well-liked king. Um, and he is attempting to make this the most civilized island um, of the grouping of Atheists. Like, just, like, we're talking, look into the future. Like, we're, t- oh, man, we're so cosmopolitan. We're going to have roads. And, like, he's, he's... <laughs> And you've probably heard some stories about Newbury. It's a it's a fairly nice place. Like it's it's you know as cities go, I mean crimes crimes pretty low, and there there are a multitude of shops to visit, and there's shitloads of creature comforts that you're not gonna find anywhere else on Athias. Does is that meaning he wants to like start shutting down the mines to? build infrastructure? Nothing that nothing that far-reaching yet. But the worry is that people who have held claim on land before he extended it will now have to pay to live on the land that they own. That's the worry. Um, It's very Wild West in terms of you know, deeds and property will be completely up in the air if his rule extends far enough south. Okay. So you can imagine anybody who is making a profit off of these mines is more than a little worried about uh, about that kind of thing, even if it takes years. So you don't really necessarily like the king, but you must do trade with people in Newbury to get any supplies you need, sell any of... Um, your surplus uh, items that you extract here, right? Oh, yeah. I'm all about the free market. Can you give me a couple of names that would uh, be good for me to get in contact with to start uh, selling some things from our mine? Well, it all depends on what you're selling. (laughs) I don't think anybody's buying rocks. Like, she's taking, like, okay, it's it's good-natured pot shots at how awful Chat, you and Chapman your goes, You are the oh. bad news bears of mining. Like, <laughs> like it's very... No, I, I, think, I think Linda and Taz have an immediate connection because they're both in a very male-dominated world. Um, okay, we're... So, like, okay. I feel like we're automatically on each other's teams. That's how Linda feels, at least. I don't know how Taz feels. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I guess it, de- it it depends on what society you come from. Mm-hmm. To her, it was like, okay. In Dwarven society, it was more, oh, best person gets the job, right? Because it's not like she's trying to be, you know, queen. She's just running a mining company. Whereas power just gets handed down and down... As she was talking about the Stone Sunders, you even get the sense it's like she kind of thinks about them as like, oh, they're just inbred monsters. They're kind of, you know, it's a good thing they're not on this continent, that type of thing. Hmm. Um, well, I'm just going to say, well, you know, because this new part of the mine did open, we may have found some interesting items that we could sell like nice 
gemstones, for instance. She's going to perk up a bit and look over look over cave. Ah, you're holding out on me. Well, I thought I would lead with, you know, the um, the thing I led with. But yeah, we found some stuff. Uh, you know, it's not just rocks and dirt. I know, um, I, I, I know. Listen, I know. But we found some stuff and we'd like to sell it because we're very hungry over on our little mountain. Uh, and so we're just looking for, you know, trying to get back in the game. You know, you, you understand how it is. Um, she is going to, without an ounce of sarcasm, wow, shit, congratulations. Thank you. Um, and this calls for a drink. Like, she's, like, she, oh, and she'll just, yeah, she'll just get in. <laughs> All right. First things first, I'm not harming. I'm not after your goddamn mind. I don't give a shit what you have. So, what kind of gemstones are we talking? Rubies. We brought them, right? Or we uh, we can show. Yeah, he'll take one out. I mean, he's been waving around since we found him, but he'll take one out. Um, if you take that out and kind of like put it on the table, mm. there'd be this this low like a like kind of a like a like a nice whistle. Oh, I know some guys around here to give it a left testicle to get a hold of that. So, <laughs> Chapman looks around. Yeah. <laughs> so the cave looks at Chapman for a second. <laughs> Yeah, you both have you both make eye contact. Because <laughs> he goes one of those really subtle just mm-mm. So I can give you the names of two people. They'll okay. they'll they'll I can't vouch for the deal you're gonna get, but I can tell you you can sell them. Uh BB Thuring, a half elf, uh lives in the northern part of the city. Uh, last time I checked, she was working at the apothecary, uh, which is called Grubs and Other Gross Things. Okay, and the other? Uh, look, you don't get to pick who you get to bed with when you, when you, when you're selling, but, um, there's a guy named Slitthroat who is pretty connected, or at least he thinks he's connected in the city. Uh, if you ask me, takes himself a little bit too seriously and I just can't listen to him talk for more than five minutes. Slit throat, huh? Okay. He's gonna—he's just gonna play it off like he hasn't heard it before, but that's fine. It's good to get a new opinion. Uh, see. Okay. That's excellent. Yeah, we, um, we're excited about this. I'm glad you're excited about this. Um, you know that's it's always refreshing to get, give people good news and not have them try to scalp you for it. You know. Um, and if you have any tips on uh, how you know we can get things back and running, that would be also very helpful. She's going to. She's kind of regarding Linda. Okay, I gotta ask. Why are you here? Well... You you don't strike me as the uh, getting-your-hands-dirty type. I mean, my great-step-uncle Larry, may he rest in peace, was my great-step-uncle. So, when we heard of his passing, obviously, one of our family members had to come down here and take care of the mine. And that was decided to be me. 
So nepotism. Uh, for now. Remember, <laughs> I just got here like two days ago. Oh, it's no judgment. I mean, you know, get it any way you can get it. But uh, I'm guessing you're more of the, the business-minded one. Yes, I'd, I'd like to think so. All right. Well, here's what I would tell you to do. Make connections in Newbury and uh, maybe pick up some uh, some talent uh, that you actually have the money to pay for now. And, uh, yeah. And she's going to, like, gesture to Cave. It's like, I'm not trying to step on your toes. He'll, he'll do that two-hand gesture, like, no, 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 no. In fact, I was going to ask you uh, if maybe you had somebody on your staff who you might be willing to rent out as a um, consultant, maybe, for a short term. She's going to she's gonna give that a think. Yeah, I might have a person or two. You want me to just send them along? Well, I mean, we're going to go up to Newbury for a couple of days. We'll be back. We'll come back through this way if you want to... Um you know, talk to some people, see who's interested. So we don't know our budget yet, so that's something to consider. But I just want to put it in your head because we're, you know, a lot of new possibilities right now. Um, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna kind of wave it off like no problem. I'll 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 get someone I'll get someone good for you type of thing. Like you know, this okay. is really wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, not a problem. All right, I got to get back to work, and <laughs> you got a whole bunch going on. Uh, again, glad I'm not you, but I could say that every time we meet, and it would always be true. But uh, you, you two enjoy your trip north, and you two, I'm getting a real um, leering, creepy vibe, but I mean that in the nicest way. Like, I, I bet you're good listeners. Stay hydrated. <laughs> wow, that's creepy. <laughs> the weirdest, creepiest thing I've ever heard. In fact, <laughs> okay. Floss is Floss, Floss has just been on the Shez Lounge, just like just hanging out, listening to all of this, completely not getting involved, um, but enjoying himself. I think if you could see the pleasure on his face, just enjoying, um, relaxing. It's been it's been it's been nice. So if you guys are making your way like back to this wagon and you're 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 just you're looking around and everyone looks busy all the time. Like just there's no one standing around smoking, no one stand like they're all just super busy. Linda's paying like a lot of attention to how these different things are being run and what the people are doing and how things seem to be set up like space wise and just uh, trying to take in as much information she can and figure what and how she can apply that to their mind because obviously this one looks like it's it's working very well Mm -hmm. Uh, she messaged that she was going to need a couple extra minutes oh didn't see so I have a question. We rolled today and got a five on our skill level for our workers, for our miners. We mm-hmm. have a score of 15 for our workers, though, on our rating. So what's the difference between those? So, okay. Um, when I had you roll that, that's general, like, um, kind of a blanket 
all jobs type of thing together. So kind of more so, of a quality rating, maybe? Or something. I, yeah. So like this would be what would be their experience in this particular thing? Mm-hmm. And I like the 15 is like, OK, you, you know, that includes your map maker, your your like everybody, everybody's jobs. Right. OK, more of an average. Mm-hmm. Pretty low. Pretty low as it goes. 15 percent. Yeah. Turns out one of the lowest things with the five is the actual mining, which makes a lot of sense. Extraction of <laughs> if we had rolled an eighty-five, stuff. that fifteen score would be really troublesome. Because where's what's bringing that average down? Well, think of the worker thing as more of a modifier. You just don't have a high enough score for the modifier to mean anything right now. Right. So, so if, like there's, if, it were, if there's live. Dwarves trapped in there. I'm like that solves our workforce problem, right? <laughs> Done. They're ours. We'll just enslave the dwarves. <laughs> they haven't been sitting there for thousands of years, just hanging out, waiting for somebody to open the door. Can't wait to get hired. But you know, <laughs> you, you know what resumes. they say: no one opens the door for a native New Yorker. Is that what they say? I've never yeah. say that. I've never heard anybody say that. That's great. Hmm. I feel like you're referencing something. I feel like you are, but I don't know what. I'm referencing. I'm referencing something, but I'm actually referencing the reference to something. <laughs> I'm actually referencing the reference to the references. Wow. We have to go deeper. <laughs> Arr. Um. Piling back in the family roadster. You're about to embark on what's probably going to be a day and a half to two days journey up north uh, to the city of Newbury. And that means I'm going to have to get one of you to give me a flat D20. And who hasn't had to do that yet in this arc? Uh, I don't think we've ever done that. In I don't this think arc. any of us have done that yet. Oh, you're right. Um, I've rolled for a couple of things. I've rolled a couple of D10s. Well, okay. Let me ask you a question. Who's feeling lucky? Who's feeling like they're going to roll higher than a five? I'm always feeling lucky. I'm oh, always going to roll something great. Let's do it. <laughs> Holy yeah! shit! It's a 20. Damn That's straight, a 20, right. baby! Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, there's something I could dust off. Okay. <laughs> this is fantastic. Great job. Three bears. Thank you. Thank you. Three bears yeah. is what you're going to get. But then uh, there's a good knife. Oh, there's a fantastic knife behind those bears. <laughs> just going to move the bears, that's all. I'm just glad I haven't had to update the Twin Oaks health and safety uh, Twitter account so far. <laughs> well, who knows where we're going to come back to. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Somebody's going to have to watch me fight a bird. <laughs> Smack it. <laughs> like out of midair. I want to say, <clears throat> I'm sure that people who've been at the mine for a while have seen me with the bird, talk to the bird, and so on and so forth. Nobody's seen me hit the bird yet. But... I bet most people, it's like, what an asshole. Why, why is he so mean to that? Probably. Like, he's, like he's, he's, it's, think he's nice, but he is really mean to his pet. It's the booze. Yeah. <laughs> Late at night. So... A full day of travel. Um, And you've made excellent time. And a few things are going to happen. You're going to find the most wonderful picnic area. Um, And you figure, that's a good place for camp. That is, that's, that's really wonderful. And 
there is this this beautiful babbling brook that runs parallel to to this camp. And the first thing I imagine you do, you, you all get ready, you stretch your legs, you get you, you know your 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 you know someone's setting up tents, someone's going to get a fire ready, and someone's going to go uh, down to the brook now. I need to know what each of you want to do in this situation. Like, whose job would it be to, like, okay, go gather firewood? Who's going to set up tents? Who's going to, you know, take care of the horses? Like, what are you guys doing here? I need to know where each of you are. I think Floss would definitely be firewood type. You know, grab something, chop it down, grab it, put it together, carry it back to the camp is my thought. Okay. I think Linda would have <clears throat> the most experience with, like, preparing the wagon for nighttime and, like, making sure the horses are good and they eat and drink and everything like that. I feel like Chapman would probably just be sitting in the in the wagon for a while and then <laughs> he'd pick up on it. But after, like, he's get, after he gets looks from everybody for, for not helping and he'd probably start setting up the tent or something yeah I imagine that Chapman would watch Cave royally struggle putting up this tent for a while <laughs> by himself yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah where Chapman like... literally erects tents you constantly just like wherever he goes he sets up a yeah it's a kind of a thing crate. huh yeah. so you can watch his Cave struggle with it for a good while yeah. um, very you know classic um, tent setting <laughs> yeah exactly very Chevy Chase you know yeah um <clears throat> and then eventually maybe comes and helps. But yeah, that's that would be what Cave is doing until Chapman takes over at least. Yeah, at the very end of it, just like <laughs> nails the last spike. Like, oh, all taken care of. <laughs> so sweaty because, ah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so this could not be a better spot. And then eventually one of you, I'm going to do this. Linda is going to uh, is going to go fetch some water here. So refill canteens, just you know, get get stuff ready for cooking. And this it's getting cold. But can I get an intelligence check from from Linda, please? Ooh. Just a raw intelligence check. That's on the main page. Intelligence. Come on, dude. Lucky number five. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, there's these little, this this brook is still in motion, but there's these little patches of ice. You know how kind of the, 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 the top bit of water uh, is frozen, but there's still movement underneath of it. And um, it's going to, it, it's going to be kind of like splashing down onto, uh, onto rocks and, and things like that. There's kind of this little, um, uh, lowering of elevation, and as uh, Linda is is scooping up uh, water and refilling canteens, she's gonna hear like this clinging sound in uh, in one of the buckets she fills up. Uh, Inside not, of it, yeah, like it's not like okay. I imagine you kind of dunk the um, you kind of dunk the bucket in, and you're just kind of letting gravity fill it up, right? And this isn't this isn't the sound of like a rock you know, falling into it or, or a stone or like a fish in rare occurrences. This is like a, 
this is like a metallic, like a ting ting ting. Okay, then Linda's gonna lift up the bucket out of the water and, um, like, set it on the ground next to the little brook, and she'll look in it and be confused. <laughs> um, and, uh, she'll see this small golden ring. Um, the kind of ring that you'd wear on your finger. And already the water that you are, are kind of filling up, uh, you know, filled up the bucket with, it's, it's, it's a little icy on top, like already, which is freakish. That should not happen. The water is not that cold. Okay. Linda will take the ring out of the bucket and just hold it in her hand. She's not going to like put it on. It is, it is ice cold. Um, it's so cold, in fact, that the the exterior of the ring kind of has frost on it as as you're holding it. The night air feels warm in comparison on your hand uh, compared to this ring. Um, But it is gorgeous. Uh, Clearly something a little weird about it, but gorgeous. Okay. um, Linda's going to put it back in the bucket for now sure. just so she knows where that it's safe and she's going to look into the brook to see if there's like anything else or like where it came from or if there's more more rings just yeah <laughs> one isn't enough Jason I got two hands <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Linda's gonna come back, like, Green Lantern at the, at just, just blown up Coast City with fucking ten rings on his fingers and shit. Um, and, no, uh, there's one ring, and, uh, there's nothing else in the brook that looks off or weird. Um, a lot of that water's gonna free up, though. Uh, that, that ice is gonna dissipate a bit, and the brook is going to flow a bit more freely. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's it's it looks like an isolated thing. Okay. Um, can I do a magic check? <laughs> <laughs> like an arcana check? Just kind of like gauging like little Geiger counter? Yeah. Give me an arcana check. I'm, Don't I'm roll a, a five. I have some magic or something. You got some magic going on? Come fucking on. Wow. Well, that's a six. Good job. We're charting up at stop, this rate. Stop rolling anything. Just, just don't. <laughs> um, obviously, there's some there's some kind of magic going on um, because it shouldn't do that. Um, but you're not you're not getting any kind of sense of what kind of magic it could be or or anything like that. Wow. Just a practice roll on the table was a five for for Jasper. That was so. just for fun. I yeah, I just like what you guys. Would if I clicked that and it was a five, oh my god! You guys used your one good roll tonight, and that was for travel. So yeah, good I job. Say, I saved it. It's worth it. Okay. D- would does the ring fit on any of 
does it like look like does it look like it would fit on a finger oh, on yeah. my fingers oh yeah yeah it's kind of delicate looking it doesn't look like it's a uh, you know it, it it looks like if you had to guess it looks like a woman's ring okay um so she's going to uh have the ring fill up the rest of the bucket so there's water and she's gonna bring it all back over to everybody um and she's just kind of going to announce so I found something don't really know what it is but it looks interesting and she's just kind of gonna show it um to everyone Floss will immediately light up and he'll he'll reach for it in a very is it okay if I take it sort of a way uh, uh, she'll be hesitant but she will let you uh, take a closer look at it yeah he'll be very gentle about it it's not like snatching it from you by any means or something like that um, now yeah, so he's going to, to look at it, just sort of look it all the way over. And he will glance at both Chapman and Cave and meet eyes for just a moment. And then he will say to Linda, Miss Linda, may I confide in you? Of, of course. What would you like to confide me in? I would like to confide in you that I have had some experience with um, with things of an arcane nature. Uh, I am, in fact, not just Floss Valal. <laughs> I am Archmage Floss Valal. And he'll look at Cave and Chapman again. And it's almost a proud moment. It, but it's also <laughs> a very empty moment. Uh, but I will point out one thing. He he does have a, and this was very intentional from his background. He does have a feature, a sage fe- or a, a, a just a feature of his background, which is of a sage. He's a researcher. So when he tries to attempt to recall a piece of lore or anything like that, he will at least, he might not know more than his arcana check might 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 state, but he would know where the information could be gathered from if it's at all possible if that makes any sense sure so i would love to do an arcana check and then you know if if it's poor which it likely will be um (laughs) it it, it would be more uh the, the answer may be around this reminds me of what it might take to find something out about this if that makes any sense almost like one level removed uh absolutely now i need to <clears throat> I need to state this. I'm letting you re-roll that Arcana check because that oh, was just a that was I just was a just goofball thing. Fun. I w- that was just not even a. Nope, I, I wasn't know. even thinking about it. I was just kind of having fun. I'm more letting fate know because that means you have a second chance to not roll a five. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm happy to take the five. I I was doing that. No, no, my, no, 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 no. Don't take around. that five. I wasn't uh, doing it for for story at all. But um, give me, give, yeah, give me an Arcana check. All right, let's see what happens. Maybe worse. 14. Okay, 14. That's, that's far better. 
So Floss is going to pick up some mojo, obviously. This thing is... is powerful. <clears throat> and there's a weird vibe. How would I best describe this? It's almost as if this ring has brothers and sisters. It belongs to a family of items. Um, and this is just one piece of a greater whole. Is there any other information about its nature? Is it a... Does it does it uh, emanate knowledge? Does it create power? Anything like that that he could find? It's quite it, cool. It's quite... <laughs> <laughs> um, one, you're guessing that libraries on Atheus would probably have a lot more information on right. this specific item. I'm going to say you're picking up one other thing about this. It originates from this continent and you're you're almost feeling a pull in several directions at once. Mm. And if Floss were to think about that for a while, you'd probably come to the conclusion that it wants to find its brothers and sisters. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so he's going to take this ring. He's going to, you know, concentrate, very, looking very carefully at it intellectually, then just sort of try to connect with it. He'll, he'll close these these gem eyes. He's got one that's purple, by the way, and one that's orange. He'll close those eyes, concentrating. And after a, a great long time, he will say effectively what you've said um, to, to Linda. This is one of many. It's it feels comfortable here. It's part of it's part of where we are, but it does need more to it. I, I he's going to feel exasperated and. It, that that's as far as I can go. I, I I I'm a bit broken. I I do recognize that, and I'm completely self-aware. But I do feel like we may be able to find out more information if we did try. And he will very very quickly hand it back over to to Linda, um, in a, in a very different way. Like this is yours. You know, that, that's as much as I can give you. But I'm I'm trying to help. Thank you for that information. Archmage, and she'll have a smile on her face because she she's taking that at face fucking value. Um, because I mean, like you provided information uh, that you know she didn't have, so um, she'll say, "Then maybe we can talk to someone about it in Newbury and see if they have any more information." I'm happy to uh, to spearhead that for you, if you'd like, when we get there. In fact, I wouldn't mind seeing the old haunts, as it were. <laughs> I've actually never been to Newberry, but I imagine it would be very familiar to me. That sounds really perfect. Thank you for volunteering. Chapman's sitting by the campfire. was like really close to it, and like warming his hands. He kind of like eyes... Like I darts between Floss and Linda, and after a beat, after they're done talking, he's just gonna say from the back, "Is no one gonna put it on?" 
oh, Floss, he, he'll put his hand out like, how dare you, right? Almost like a, no, 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 no. These are the kind of things you must not ever, ever, Mr. Chapman, ever, ever, ever. What was I speaking about? The ring. Never. <laughs> I'm sorry. D- no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is something that requires a great deal of information. You don't know whether something like this might... He's going to become, again, exasperated and lose his train of thought. While uh, (laughs) Floss is doing that, Linda's going to have her hands behind her back. Like, she was putting the ring on, but now she's slowly taking it (laughs) off again. Well, Floss, I guess that's the difference between magicians and doctors and practitioners of science. I was just hoping to see some demonstration of results, but I guess I'm not in any hurry. It would be against my greatest... Uh, what's the word? Don't Vibe. do it, Miss Linda. <laughs> <laughs> not till you find out more. Of course, of course. Linda will be putting it on late at night when no one's looking. <laughs> <laughs> Floss, oh, and and Floss will look very convinced that everything will be completely taken care of much later. Before we take over the day to the 8th, Val, were you serious? Yes. All right. So, this looks like this looks like it would fit on your ring finger if be you know, if it if it if not just a little bit loose it is going to shrink and fit your ring finger perfectly after you put it on and it is you're going to feel it's 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 cooling presence spread a couple of things are going to happen one, um, I need you to roll 1d4 for me, please. All of you are going to level up three times. Yo! Y'all are wet What? Use me? Boss, eat it! <laughs> That's what I want to see. Results. <laughs> Floss would There's... be going to sleep. All of the times, Floss would, would would go into safety mode, and it with a gr- like a slight grin on his face, like everything is just fine, and wake up with everything changed as usual. Get an overnight update. Yeah. <laughs> Bio, BIOS update. So, Linda's going to feel this surge of power, right? And just like, oh, okay, wow, that was good. Um. You're going to feel a second presence in your head. This ring feels things. And Linda can very much it's not it's not a voice. It's not it's it's an emotion. And that emotion is this desperate anger. Uh one more thing before we go to bed. Cave, could you do me a favor and give me a constitution saving throw? No. 
<laughs> no, here you go. Ready? Hit the sauce. Not with my plus zero. Eighteen. Shit. Eighteen. So, <laughs> Cave had a lot of beverages. Mm. Um, and there's... He has had to urinate every 20 minutes. Um, and I imagine it got to the point where eventually you just didn't stop the wagon. But stop the side. Just, yeah. But at a certain point, like an hour and a half after you left um, Taz, it felt like your heart was going to fucking explode. What you drank was the equivalent of Red Bull. And it was just pounding. Like, so it, it just, like a fucking hummingbird the rest of the day. Like, you are ready to get shit done. And as you lay there, you can hear your heart beating in your ears as you try to go to sleep. Just a You are having a fantastic idea night. You have 30 new ideas for how you can improve things to build a shed. in the camp. Yeah, just... <laughs> you just wake up and I've built a small hut. Just, holy shit, guys. Holy shit. Holy shit. Like, you just... Yeah. Okay. I think that's a good time for us to stop for the <laughs> evening. I have one question before we stop. Of course. If Linda were to try and take the ring off, could she? No. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's how it goes. Thanks for the levels. Wow. <laughs> Sorry about your finger. Thanks for the levels. Uh, if, you, if you want that ring removed, just ask Dr. Shepard. Very easily taken care of. Oh, Floss is going to be so excited to finally get a little bit of information about that ring before the... Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. Do we get to see Floss be disappointed in somebody? Probably. Oh, no. Slightly. Oh, no. He'll turn no. He'll turn it into something positive. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm very very disappointed in you. But you know what? Let's 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 use that as a positive way to move <laughs> forward about each other. This is fantastic. We're learning about each other. That's frustrating in a, in its own way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta God. do some level up research. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta. Yeah, you do. Three, all you of you do. Huh? Should we do something? Can we do something? Can we do that now? Go, go, go research only because I haven't eaten. And oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very hungry boy. Uh, go, go, go. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you guys. All good. It, it, things are about to get very interesting. I don't know how many. I, I, I was sitting here and I'm like, look, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Please don't go anywhere. We really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, Thursday the 14th on Twitch is another episode of Mastering the Game. We're going to be talking about things that we personally have little weak spots in, in our dungeon mastering, in our game mastering. And if you want to send me an email about that, you can send it to masteringthegame, D-A-N-D-R, at gmail.com. That's masteringthegame, D-A-N-D-R, at gmail.com. In the meantime, everybody, please take care of yourselves. We hope you have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next week with a little something special. Thank you all, and good luck with your game.